guys today we're going to be moving on to looking at physical or mechanical weathering really nice chapter to study really nice chapter just to make sure we have our boxes ticked as when it comes up the question is generally very predictable very easy to answer and it's just i think it's actually a nice topic to learn okay so brief overview of what we need to look at here first thing we need we need to be able to differentiate between weathering and erosion that's the first thing we're going to go through today and then secondly we need to look at two processes of physical weathering which we're going to examine in detail freeze thaw action and exfoliation Getting straight into the content here, I'm just going to go to the difference between weathering and erosion. If you Google this, look in your book, you have all these fancy definitions explaining the intricate details of the difference between weathering and erosion. I'm going to make this as straightforward as possible. Weathering breaks down a rock without changing its location. Erosion breaks down a rock and changes its location, so it causes it to be transported and deposited somewhere else. That's all you need to know. Leave it there okay physical weathering in general first thing i'm going to recommend watch some videos on this there's plenty of videos out there of showing the process of freestyle action showing the process of exfoliation taking place on rocks over long periods of time and it's just really good to get a visual representation of this kind of process just helps me to be able to see these words on the page happening in real life i like to know why I need to be able to see this happening in life. I, that's how I kind of structure these processes in my head. So watch some videos. Google freestyle action video. There's good cartoons. There's good actual videos of this process taking place on a landscape over a long period of time. So that'll be my first thing. That's where I just almost start with this, watching some videos. <coughs> okay, physical weathering. It's the breakdown of rock into smaller pieces by applying stress to them. And this stress is usually applied by what we call agents. So like frost the sun would be an agent that applies stress to the rock that causes it to break down important to note that the chemical composition of the rocks don't change that's important when we try to differentiate between mechanical and chemical weathering mechanical weathering the chemical composition of the rock does not change okay so getting into freestyle action really really easy kind of topic to understand really simple process taking place so freestyle action is the most common type of mechanical weathering and we kind of expect to see it in cold climates and upland areas where the temperature is regularly rising and falling below zero point zero point rising and falling b below freezing point which is zero degrees celsius my apologies so like we'd expect to see it in alpine environments that receive what we call multiple freezing and thawing cycles so an example of an alpine environment is well done for guessing it right the alps also kind of expect to see it taking place in upland areas in Ireland such as the Sugarloaf Mountain in County Wicklow I'm going to come back to this example when I get further down the line okay so when we're discussing freeze thaw action um, I kind of break it down into five steps that we'd go through so firstly the rainwater seeps into the cracks in a rock during the day at night time temperature drops below zero degrees celsius and this causes the water to freeze and expand and when water kind of freezes and expands when water freezes, it expands by up to 10% in volume or in size. This causes stress on the cracks in the rock by pushing them apart like a wedge. 
So when the temperature rises above zero again, the ice turns back into water and seeps deeper down into the crack. These repeated freezing and thawing cycles enlarge the cracks until they eventually break off as pieces of rock and kind of accumulate at the bottom of the the slope in which we call scree. Bringing it back to our Irish example of the Sugarloaf Mountain, if you've never actually climbed the Sugarloaf, firstly, go climb it. It's a lovely Sunday afternoon activity. But if you have climbed the Sugarloaf, you'll notice that these angular pieces of rock that kind of accumulated or built up at the bottom of the mountain, they're examples of scree as freeze-thaw action takes place as at night time temperatures drop below zero, water expands, turns to ice, causes stress in the rocks. Over time, these repeated thawing and freezing cycles kind of lead to the rock breaking off and accumulating in what we call scree. It's very visible at the Sugarloaf, so if you live close to it, get down to have a look at it. And moving on to our second process of mechanical weathering, which is exfoliation, otherwise known as onion weathering. I remember this, I think Shrek's ogres have layers, onions have layers, so does exfoliation. So exfoliation is the process by which layers layers of rock are peeled away by expansion and contraction cycles. Sounds very fancy, it's not. So just like freeze-thaw action, it relies on this temperature change. However, unlike freeze-thaw action, it does not rely on a water supply, so we don't need water as an agent here. We most likely kind of occurring in hot desert climates where we have this large dineural temperature range. And when I say large dineural temperature range, it just means the difference between the highest and lowest temperature in a day. And it's most likely kind of going to take place on sedimentary rocks such as sandstone as this natural presence of strata in the rock kind of allow the rock to peel away from itself. So to discuss like our five-step process again here. So during the day, the day temperatures... During the day, temperatures can exceed up to 40 degrees Celsius in the desert. This causes the outer layers of the rock to become hotter than the inner layers. These outer layers expand due to the extreme heat. Then at night time, when temperatures drop below zero degrees, this causes the outer layers to contract. So repeated processes of expanding and contracting cause the outer layers to peel away from the rock. This happens as different minerals kind of heat up and cool down faster than than others. So for example, if we look at sandstone, the mineral quartz kind of heats up very quickly and this allows exfoliation to take place on the sandstone rock. So our example here is is exfoliation kind of is very evident in the Arizona desert. As the Arizona desert, sorry, has a lot of sandstone and then obviously the presence of quartz and the layers of strata in the sandstone coupled with the hot desert climate the large dineural temperature range just make it this kind of perfect environment for exfoliation to take place. And finally, just going through a quick exam breakdown of mechanical weathering. Short questions, like you'd be asked to kind of match photos with different types of weathering. So you'll have a photo of scree or of rock peeling away from yourself. What type of weathering is taking, taking place there? Give a brief description of that type of weathering. 30 markers. It'll be asked, explain the processes of two forms of physical weathering. I'd kind of break that question down as follows. General description of mechanical weathering, 1 SRP. Freeze-thaw action, 7 SRPs. Exfoliation, 7 SRPs. And if we were to look at how I'd kind of describe our processes, kind of three steps. Firstly, I'd explain what agents are needed for it to occur. Secondly, describe the process of that mechanical weathering taking place and then give examples. So we are always linking it back to real life examples of where this has taken place. And then finally, just to kind of point our head in a direction two years ago, 
the question asks you to describe the role of temperature in physical weathering. What happens to your answer there if they ask you to describe the role of temperature in physical weathering? Absolutely nothing. When we think about what's taking place with freeze-thaw action and exfoliation, temperature is like the most important agent there. Freeze-thaw action when the temperature is fluctuating um, above and below freezing point and exfoliation when we have this large dineural temperature range when in like hot desert climates. So nothing changes. Don't overthink things. I'm going to tap out there, folks. I will speak soon.